0: name of the lord jesus hallelujah Uh, lead us lord lead us lord what we need is for him to lead us hallelujah to where he wants to take us hallelujah but for that to happen we will have to be willing to follow Praise the name of the Lord Jesus for God can never lead a man who is not willing to follow. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You must be willing to be led by the Lord for him to take you where he wants to take you and God's choice is the best choice at all times. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. What a wonderful name, the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift your hands right where you are and bless him this morning. He's the great I am, the everlasting Father, and he's the Prince of Peace. We worship him this morning because he alone is to be worshipped. He alone is to be praised. There is no other God. Hallelujah. He said, I know not, not know no other Hallelujah. Beside me, there is no other God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The prophet said they have eyes, but they cannot see. Ears, they can't hear. Mouth, but they're dumb. Hallelujah. But this God of whom I, we worship is a God who can see everything, is a God who hears everything, and is a God who daily speaks to his creation. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. That's why we can praise him. He's touched with the feelings of our infirmity. One more time, I just want to give God thanks for each and every one of you who have um, uh, chosen to be here with us this morning. You may be seated in the house of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's such a privilege to be in the house of the Lord one more time, giving God thanks for those songs which have been rendered. And I believe that the Lord is blessing us already. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, I'm just so grateful to see all the uh, visitors here with us this morning. Perhaps uh, it may be your first time here, first time in a church like this, but I want you to understand that this, this is what you see happening here are people who are excited about their relationship with God. Hallelujah. Don't let it scare you. Sometimes we just want to shout, sometimes we want to skip, we want to dance, and sometimes we get very loud, but we're just crazy about, oh Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah. One can never explain what God means to uh, that individual. Uh, You will never really understand by just words that are used to describe what God means or who he means to us. Uh, For us to really understand, for you to really understand, you'll have to taste of him. you would have to have your own experience. Hallelujah. You will never understand the shout if you don't have an experience. Praise the name of the Lord. But that experience is, is available to everyone this morning. And that's why we're so grateful for each and every one of you that have chosen to be here this morning. We know we have a baby to be blessed. Um, A few minutes from now, Uh, but this morning, one more time, we're just going to turn to the uh, the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, after which we go back to Exodus chapter 17.
1: First Corinthians chapter 10, I'll read from verse 1 to 4. And I...
0: I don't want you to forget dear brothers and sisters about our ancestors in the wilderness long ago. All of them were guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them. And all of them walked through the sea on dry ground in the cloud and in the sea all of them were baptized as followers of Moses all of them ate the same spiritual food and all of them drank the same spiritual water for they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them and that rock was Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Paul says, I don't want you to forget dear brothers and sisters about our ancestors in the wilderness long ago. For they were all guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them. They all went through the sea On dry ground, they walked through the sea. In the cloud and in the sea, all of them were baptized unto Moses as followers of Moses. All of them ate the same spiritual food, drank the same spiritual water. For they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them. And that rock was Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. That rock was Jesus. To the book of Exodus, chapter 17.
1: Exodus chapter 17.
0: The book of Exodus chapter 17 gives us an account of the journey of the children of Israel leaving the land of Egypt, journeying across the Red Sea, and in journeying with the Lord is now faced with several difficulties. At one point, they had no food. We're talking about two to three million people leaving Egypt. You can just begin to imagine the kind of impact that had on the Egyptian economy. Can you imagine three million people just leaving Ontario right now in one night, leave all their jobs, leave everything and just pack up and leave. And in the morning when the offices are open, when the factories are open, different companies are open, there are no employees, they're gone. You go to your grocery store, you can't be served. There are no employees. They're gone. This was what it was like, and even worse, with the children of Israel leaving the land of Egypt. The Bible tells us in Exodus chapter 17, at the Lord's command, He's the one who is instructing. He's the one who is guiding. He's the one who is leading. That's why those of us who are acquainted, who have cho- uh, surrendered their lives to the Lord, really has nothing to worry about. We don't have to worry about one thing. At the Lord's command, the whole community of Israel, left the wilderness of sin and moved from place to place. God is leading. Eventually, they camped at Rephidim. But there was no water there for
1: the people to drink. God leads them
0: from place to place on their exodus from Egypt. They arrived at Rephidim and the nation, two to three million people have now realized that all the water is finished. And they're
1: in a desert place. What are we going to do?
0: The people responded once more and complained against Moses, God's servant. Give us water to drink. They demanded. Give us water to drink. It is evident from reading this text that it is the Lord who had orchestrated this plan as He moved His people from place to place. Earlier, There was one occasion when there was no food, and the people complained against God. You brought us in this wilderness to kill us. It were better if we were still in Egypt, sitting around those pots of meat, and being a slave to the Egyptians than being free. And can't find food. Now, instead
1: of the food, it is water. We have to
0: realize how important water is to an individual. A man can be spiritually thirsty. For years. And still exists. But. To be physically thirsty. Is a matter of time. Before his body is dehydrated. And he dies. More so.
1: In the wilderness. Being exposed to the heat. Just a few days and you
0: will die. The people begin to complain against Moses. Give us water to drink. Quiet, Moses replied. Why are you complaining against me? And why are you testing the Lord? But tormented by the thirst, they continued to argue with Moses.
1: The question
0: is, why are we at Rephidim? Why is it that the Lord has led us to this place? Why is it that we have now arrived at a place that God has has led us and there is no water. It's a test. It's a trial. It's God having his people on trial. If we recall coming out of Egypt, the Lord instructed Moses and Moses spoke to Pharaoh, let us go that we may worship our Lord.
1: This doesn't sound like worship.
0: But tormented by their thirst, they continued to argue with Moses. Why did you bring
1: us out of Egypt?
0: The experience when they were hungry, God told Moses, and Moses told the people, you will recognize when the Lord provides for you that it was not me but God who brought you out of Egypt. And We have people who are still stuck in their, I believe in the same lies. Why did you bring us out of Egypt? They can't see very far. Are you trying to kill us, our children and our livestock with thirst? Why?
1: And Moses being
0: the man who God has made him to be cries out to the Lord.
1: What should I do with these people? Uh,
0: The constant murmuring and complaining now has created a gap between Moses and the people. Because Moses now, his language is a bit different what should i do with these people they are ready to
1: stone me
0: just imagine what creates the ugliness or the sense of discord in society it is the emptiness of man it is the spiritual thirst of man that no man, no program can satisfy. Every man who has not reconcil- who is not as yet reconciled with God is spiritually thirsty. Whether we want to acknowledge if there is a God or not, whether we want to believe that or not, we're still thirsty. Somebody say, How oh, am I thirsty? You can see it in our choices, you can see it in our lifestyle. The things we continue to do expecting a different result. And we're faced with the fact that that result is not realized. Such were the people of Israel in the midst of the wilderness. God showed up just a few weeks ago. But now they are faced with a different crisis and they are thirsty. And the ugliness is beginning to come out of them. The man who took them out under the instruction of the Lord brought them out, led them out of Egypt from the hand of the oppressors is now under the fiery tongues of the nation of Israel did you brought us here to kill us our children and our livestock with thirst Moses cried to the Lord what should I do with these people they are ready to stone me this is not this is
1: not poetry this is a fact
0: they were ready to get rid of Moses. The Lord said to Moses, walk out in front of the people. God never leaves his servant
1: alone. God never abandons something that he's doing.
0: In the midst of the noise, In the midst of the murmuring and the complaining, one man bows his knees to God. God, what shall I do? The Lord said to Moses, walk out in front of the people. Take your staff, the one you used when you struck the water of the Nile, and call some of the elders of Israel to join you. Tell somebody, God is up to something. And the chaos in the camp is never too big for God to handle. The chaos in your life is never too big for God to handle. He's a big God, He's the eternal God. He said, Moses, I want you to walk out in front of the people. Don't be afraid because of the noises that you're hearing. Don't be afraid of the threats. Yes, I hear you. They're ready to stone you, but don't be afraid. Move in front of the camp. Let everyone see you walking in front of the camp. Take that staff that you used to strike the river Nile. Yes, the same staff. Take it with you. And I want you to take the elders with you. Let them join you. I will stand before you on the rock at Mount Sinai. Moses, I'm going to be there standing. I want when you get there to strike the rock and water will come gushing out Then the people will be able to drink.
1: What do you mean? March out in front of the people, take
0: some elders, take a a piece of stick Meet me on Mount Sinai at that rock. Strike that rock. And water will come out of that rock and the people will be able to drink.
1: Yes. You
0: see, the things of God can never be rationalized. His thoughts and his ways are past finding out. We're just a small matter
1: in the hands of God.
0: When God instructs, it doesn't have to make sense. When God moves, when he tells us what to do, it's not for us to try and understand at all times what God is doing, but it's for us to believe by faith. Move in front of the camp, Moses. As long as you're sitting in the midst of the noise, there's going to be in the wilderness long ago. All of them were guided by the cloud that moved ahead of them, and all of them walked through the sea on dry ground.
1: All of them.
0: All of them in the cloud and in the sea were all baptized as
1: followers of Moses.
0: All of them ate the same spiritual food. And all of them drank the same spiritual water. For they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them. And that rock was Christ. When God said to Moses, I want you to move in front of the camp. Take the elders and take that piece of stick. And when you arrive at that place where the rock is, strike that rock and water is going to come. Paul allows us to know and to understand that Israel did not face another challenge like this until the
1: death of Miriam.
0: But everywhere Israel went, Paul says that rock followed them traveled with them and that rock was Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, those of us who have not yet received Jesus or the revelation of Jesus, the gift of God to this world, I want you to understand that this rock is the only rock That can quench the thirst of humanity. Uh, Jesus is the gift of God to this world. He's the gift of God to answer the sin problem of this world. Why we have chaos. Why we have have bitterness. Why we are in the midst of a pandemic. Is because of one problem that we call sin. Because without sin, this whole world, hallelujah, was a garden, hallelujah, that was blessed of the Lord. Without sin, my God Almighty, this whole world was perfect. But until the day that man sinned against God, then this whole world was plunged into death, gloom and darkness. But there's an answer to the darkness that we face from day to day. There's an answer, hallelujah, to the crime, the murder, the bitterness, the anger, the strife, the robbery, the violence, sexual sins of society. There's an answer, and it is found, hallelujah, in no other but the rock that is given to us. There's an answer to the loneliness of man. And it is found in Jesus Christ, the rock. What is the thirst that's in your life this
1: morning? What are you thirsting
0: for? What is it that's happening so deep on the inside that causes you to be overwhelmed. You see, it was a physical thirst that caused the children of Israel to complain bitterly against Moses. But there is a deeper thirst
1: than the physical. It's a spiritual
0: thirst such. Was a woman in John chapter 4, Gospel of John chapter 4,
1: a woman who met Jesus at a well,
0: a woman who herself was very thirsty. You see, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, it's a matter of time.
1: It's only a matter of time
0: before that thirst overwhelms us. This woman showed up at the well, Jacob's well, to draw water.
1: And when she arrived,
0: Jesus was sitting on the well. Jesus said, give
1: me, please, something to drink.
0: The woman who was a Samaritan was a bit confused because at that time, the Jews had no dealing with the Samaritans. She said, you being a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, to give you something to drink. Jesus, whose eyes now are Sir, the woman said, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said, and this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? A water that's flowing. A water that's springing up. Jesus said, anyone who drinks from this water, the well that I'm sitting on, will thirst again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. So here we have a physical well called Jacob's well. And that quenched the thirst of Jacob and his children for many years. But here comes
1: the fountain of living
0: water. Hallelujah. Away from the presence of God. But when Jesus sent his first his only begotten son into this world the man christ jesus as the gift to this world that any man who believes on him that they should not perish but shall have everlasting life the spiritual water the living water that allows a man to become whole hello somebody For we are never whole until we drink of this living water. The woman became interested in what Jesus had to offer. Sir, please, the woman said, give me this water. Then I'll never be thirsty again and I won't have to come here to get water. Never quite understood what Jesus was talking about. But that's good. She desires this water. To answer the thirst that's deep within, one must desire what Jesus has to offer. For our lives to be changed, for our lives, hallelujah, to be brought into the order that God wants for us. There's got to be a desire on the inside. We don't have to understand everything about what Jesus is saying. Once there's a desire on the inside, Jesus has the ability to work with it. The woman said, I want this kind of a water. Then I'll never be thirsty again. And I won't have to come here to get water. And Jesus says, I will give it to you, but you have some issues that we need to work through. Go and get your
1: husband. Jesus told her, What does a husband have to do with water?
0: Jesus said, go and call your husband. I don't have a husband, the woman replied. Jesus said, you're right. You don't have a husband, for you have had five husbands. And you aren't even married to the man you are living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. So now we recognize this woman was in the same predicament that the children of Israel were in. She arrived at the pool, at the well
1: to fetch water. Possibly to
0: provide for her household or to quench her thirst. But deep on the inside, there was a spiritual thirst. And when Jesus made the offer of this living water, he had already recognized that this woman was carrying a spiritual thirst. Like we're all carrying. Like Jesus is about to identify this morning. The thirst that's within. The thirst that causes us to be angry. The thirst that causes us
1: To act in
0: ways which we would prefer not to have had happened. Jesus says, call your husband. I don't have a husband. True. For you have already had five husbands. And you aren't even married to the one that you are living with right now. The woman replied, Sir, you must be a prophet.
1: Because what he's saying is true. Tell me, why is it that you Jews
0: insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship? While we Samaritans claim it is here at Mount Gerizim, which where our ancestors worship, Jesus replied, Believe me, dear woman, the time is coming. When it will no longer matter whether you worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritans know very little about the one who you worship. While we Jews know all about him. For salvation comes through the Jews. But the time is coming. Indeed it's here now. When true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship Him that way. For God is a spirit. And those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Woman said, I know the Messiah is coming, the one who is called Christ. When He comes, He will explain everything to us. Jesus said, I am he, I am the Messiah, I am the fountain of living water, I am the rock that journeyed with Israel while they were journeying in the wilderness place, hallelujah, I heard them when they cried out, I heard them when they complained against Moses, I heard them when they wanted to stone him, I heard them when they asked the question, has God forgotten us? But I am that rock, hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you this morning that if you're ever thirsty and if you ever ask of me this morning, I will give you water, hallelujah, that you know not of. But this water that I'm here to offer you is a well springing up. It shall be in you a well springing up into everlasting life. The question is this morning, how long are we going to remain thirsty? How long are we going to remain broken? How long are we going to carry the sorrows and the pain when there's living water available to quench the thirst of a man's soul? Too often we have lives coming to a closure Men begin to look back over their lives and see how wasted their lives and the opportunities that they had, how wasted it was. Have people begin to scream out, Hallelujah, I wish that I have served God. I wish that I have come, my God, in contact with God. I wish that I have followed through with what my parents had told me about. And they brought us to Sunday school When they brought us to church, when they when they introduced us to Jesus Christ, I wish now I'm laying down and my closing hours. And my life is empty and broken and miserable. No man can help me. I have good friends. Hallelujah. I have those I can rely on, but when they leave, there's a brokenness on the inside. When they leave, there's a thirst on the inside. When I lay my head down on my pillow to go to bed, I can't even sleep at times. When I begin to look over my life, there's a thirst, there's an emptiness on the inside that I need to be filled. My God Almighty. I want you to understand this morning that Jesus is the rock. Jesus is the one who comes to quench that thirst. Jesus is the one who comes to fill that emptiness in our heart. We can go... Uh, to the the, the, the various institutions to study. Some folks like to study. Hallelujah. And gain knowledge about the philosophies of this world. Hallelujah. But when you lay your head down, you recognize that you're still thirsty. Because you're just waiting for tomorrow morning to come. To, to start the cycle all over again. So you have some sense of purpose. But when you find Jesus, you find eternal life. When you find Jesus, you find the purpose to life for no man has ever found the purpose to life except outside of jesus why because he's the one who created us he's the one who 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 fashioned us like like we are this morning he brought us into this world hallelujah, as instruments of praise, instruments my God almighty, who will declare hallelujah, the name of the Lord, who will open their mouth and worship the Lord, hallelujah I'm telling you, some of us who are here this morning, perhaps it's the first time, but the moment you walk through these doors, and the worship began my God almighty, you begin to feel something like you've never felt before, hallelujah somebody may say, I like the energy, but it's more than and energy. I'm telling you, it's Jesus Christ. It's the creator of this whole universe that comes, my God Almighty, to be with his church, that comes to be with his people. Hallelujah. What you feel is the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. The presence that will, my God Almighty, quench the thirst of your life. The, the presence, my God Almighty, that will fill the hunger that you feel inside your life. What you want right now, at this time, is the rock, my God Almighty, that provides this living water. Hallelujah. Do you want to drink this morning? Are you thirsty this morning? You can say, Jesus, give me the drink that I will never thirst again. Hallelujah. This woman, my God in John chapter 4, has been through 5 husbands. And the one that she's with right now is not even her own. She's still thirsty. Some of us, we believe all we need is a new relationship. All we need is a new relationship. It's going to be different from the last one. This guy, uh, uh, he's, he's different.
1: This lady is different.
0: She knows how to rock. He knows how to flow. He's different. You see, I've never met somebody like this in all my life. You're right. It's just a matter of time that you will see the real person. This woman... Been through one, two, three, four, five. The one that she's with is not even her husband. Trapped in a cycle, and still believing that this one is going to be different. And somebody say it's the last time I'm going down this road. Now after this, I'm just going to settle down. Who told you you're going to get the opportunity to settle down? Jesus said, I'm here to give you living water, but you got to agree with me that you're thirsty. You got to ask of me and I will give it to you and you can drink freely without money.
1: Somebody said, you know what? I believe in this Jesus thing. I believe in the church. But I'm not ready yet. Folks say that all the time. I want to mess with you this morning. If
0: this woman had not followed through with her desire to be at Jacob's well, she would have missed an opportunity. Jesus sat there on the well waiting. Just like he's here right now waiting. Waiting for a thirsty soul to say, Lord, I'm thirsty. Waiting for a broken soul to say, Lord,
1: I'm broken.
0: I could ask. I'm not going to ask, but I could ask. Lift your hands. How many of you are satisfied with what life has offered you? And I would would I would have seen many hands being lifted up right now. Empty promises.
1: Broken promises. Sickness, disease. failures trials, crises. sometimes we get up we wish
0: it were a a different day I wish I could just close my eyes as tight and reopen them and it's a new day all the troubles are gone but that's not the reality the reality, it's the inner man. What's missing on the inside? See, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing that we can see that can satisfy what we need on the inside. It has everything to do with the unseen, unseen realm. With Jesus if you taste of him this morning, if you receive him in your spirit this morning, if you make up your mind to follow him this morning, you will recognize that Jesus is the answer to the problems of society. Jesus is the answer to the individual, to the family that's broken to the marriage that's falling apart Jesus is the answer to children who have started dishonoring their parents going the other way Jesus is the answer
1: somebody say
0: how can I taste of him how can I get this living water John 3, 16 tells us, For God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes on him, whoever believes in
1: Jesus, should not perish,
0: but have everlasting life. See, a man perishes When he fails to believe that Jesus is salvation.
1: A man perishes when he rejects Jesus and his face comes face to face on the last day with the destiny of his soul. Where he's going to spend his eternity. Is it with the Lord or forever away from His presence? But those who believe in Jesus,
0: and the hour is now. The hour to make up your mind is right now.
1: We don't know how many
0: opportunities we have right now today if you hear his voice listen obey that we may live lift your hands and bless him hallelujah 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 right where you are I'm praying right now for you right where you are God lift the cloud of darkness all over your mind and your your spirit in the name of Jesus Christ and he began to reveal his wounded hands right now hallelujah for he died for us he shed his blood for us he was crucified on Calvary they nailed him to a cross hands and feet naked on that cross Carrying our sorrows. Hallelujah. Wounded for our transgression. Bruised for our iniquity. That means our lawlessness, our wickedness. He was bruised for it. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. But by his stripes, we're healed. There's healing today, there's deliverance today hallelujah do you want to drink from this rock today that's what the Holy Ghost is asking do you want to taste of this living water Lord give me to drink that I will never thirst again hello somebody give me the drink and I shall never 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 thirst again hallelujah lift your hands stand to your feet everyone hallelujah 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 is there one is there one right now hallelujah is there one that needs this living water is there one that wants the thirst on the inside of their lives to be answered? Lift your hands. Lift your hands if you're thirsty. Lift your hands. Hallelujah. 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 You can drink of this water this morning and you shall never thirst again. Jesus is the way. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.